Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Jorge of the Savannah. And this is the show where we force our interests upon one another. What are we doing today, Jorge? Well, first of all, we are taking a quick moment here to apologize to you, the fans, the people, for our extended break this past month. But as you know, life has gotten a little crazy and we had a hard time, uh, well... Adjusting? Adjusting to quarantine life. Yeah, we, uh, you know, had to figure out the financials and the livings, but don't worry, we're all good. We'll all be alive still after this. But if you are very affluent, don't uh, feel bad about sending us money. Yeah, we'll hook up our PayPal <laughs> to the end of this. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, don't you worry. Yeah, that thing's a little support tab. Support, okay? Support us. So we're bringing you stuff. We were not in the most like fun of moods. And this is a fun podcast, so we're not going to yeah. like drown the funness of the podcast with the abject horror of quarantine zone. Hell no. No. So we are back today to talk about what is relevant in the world of flipping. What is important? And we have been conducting a Disney competition, haven't we, Jasmine? Well, I wouldn't say we so much as you, but you had a lot of help with this. I participated. We will talk about that here in just a moment as we get into our episode today about our ongoing Disney's slash Pixar slash Marsh Madness. Who the best? Who the best? Hello, everyone. We are here today to talk about our... What was it again? Disney and Pixar Who the Best Polls Tournament. So, I was a little bummed out a couple weeks ago. This was, you know, right after the whole quarantine news broke. Not because the world was ending, you know, which I was kind of semi-scared that it was. But I am an avid sports fan, and my March Madness was canceled. No sports. No sports. No sports. Not even baseball, okay? And I'm not even a big baseball fan. Let's just... There's literally no sports. No sports. They got these guys on the TV playing video games against... And they're not even good at video games. It's not even like, oh, it's it's really fun to watch because they're really good at this video game. No, it's, it's just... Let's see if these NBA players have personalities. Try to try to give us some money. Sell us. Spoiler Sad. alert. They're not entertaining at all. Spoiler alert. They have no personalities. They wouldn't even talk trash to each other. No. Terrible. Terrible. So, Jasmine and I sat down and I told her that I wanted to make, like, my own March Madness. Only I thought that we would use, like, Disney movies. In my head, I thought there has to be, like, a lot of them. You know, there has to be, like... 64 of them, which is traditionally how many is in a March Madness tournament. You have 64 teams. I was like, let's see if we can round up 64 movies. And sure enough, Jasmine and I found out that there are more than 64 movies from Disney and Pixar. So then we just had to create our list of 64, which Jasmine, having seen more of these movies than I have... Honestly, it's kind of sad that Jorge's like, let's do this contest, a.k.a. I've seen less than half of these movies. No, no, no. It's not less than half. I saw 40 of the 64. 
at the time? Yes. That's a lying face. Yes. Current. <laughs> that is, that uh, is current 40. Currently, I've seen 40 of 64. At the time, it was more like 32. Anyway, you have seen 54 of the 64. I have. So, to be fair, I've had, you know, I went through all these movies and we put them all into a giant list and then Jasmine and I created the seating. So if you're familiar with March Madness, you'll know that there's like four individual brackets so that you have like four number ones, four number twos, all the way down to 16s. And they're based upon how good you think they are. So like your weakest teams in March Madness would be your 16 seeds, so the weakest Movies, in this case, were the 16 seed movies. Now, since Jasmine had seen most of these movies, she kind of had the largest input for the seedings, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to brag about it, but... So, I had some people ask me, like, oh, how could you put Pocahontas as a 7 seed? And I was like, well, that's mostly Jasmine. Listen, that movie... <laughs> listen, Pocahontas, here's the thing. It's got one good song, all right? One good song. Just Around the River Bend's alright, but Colors of the Wind are what make that movie. Also, you got the- and I get that they were, like, trying to, like, bring light to cultural diversity, but in doing so, you totally messed up, because you had this story that's completely false about how they all were happy in the end, and that's not what happened. We killed and pillaged their land, and we're horrible people, and we're the savages, and it's- it's not good that they romanticized the whole idea. And the movie, while it had maybe good intentions, is does not hold up. It does not. Well, maybe what you're missing is the fact that they were focusing on the first year that we were in America. Oh, before <laughs> we had, we before we had killed everybody. Not years two through four hundred, <laughs> but year All right. one. This All is, right. This is a year one story. Okay. Yes. So, from there we created our lists. You know. Who would be where? And so today, we're going to talk about some of the matchups that happened because a lot of people had a lot of feelings. Hundreds of people have voted in these polls. I thank you to everyone that showed up and supported. Um, lots of people would DM me on my Instagram page. For those of you who are not following my Instagram, it is Quick plug. ask underscore why underscore not. You can find that on Instagram. A lot of people did come and DM me and say, what the... W-T... There's an F in there. There's an F in there. There's an F. Yes. And people what were upset. What People were upset with some of the outcomes. What was the outcome in, like, the first round that got you the most worked up? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not... That's... I can't really think very hard. Ugh, that's... I can't think. That's... We didn't prepare for this. Um. We did prepare for this. You know, the one thing that I actually had people tell me right, right from the beginning was, you know, we had made Snow White a number five seed, which I'm going to defer to Jasmine on that one. And it Honestly, got, I stand by that. And it got absolutely throttled by Lilo and Stitch, which you told me was a 12 seed. Okay, here's the thing. I did not understand how much these people like Lilo and Stitch. And here's the other thing. That movie is a good movie until Stitch comes in. He ruins it with his pandering to children and stupid friggin' like just dumb comedy. It was a good movie. It was it had the great potential with her and her sister. That's a great story. Why we gotta ruin it with this character with an annoying ass voice? Maybe I just have a bit of bias here. 
And that's what this episode's about, people. We're going to talk about how our feelings about these Disney movies, basically, because I'm on the other side of this fence. Um, not completely. I also did not like Stitch that much. I thought Lilo and Stitch was a boring, terrible movie. So terrible? You thought it was really terrible? Yeah, I give it a, easily a 4 out of 10. It is, Dang. it's a whack movie. Not feeling it whatsoever. As far as like... It's a good premise. As far as the movies that I've seen right now, you know, because I still haven't seen them all, but it would easily be like a 15 or a 16 seat if, I, if we were going to go through and re-rank these now. But, you know, one of the other ones that came down to the very last vote in the first round was The Hunchback of Notre Dame versus Zootopia. Okay, Zootopia is a really good movie. All right, it's really cute. Like even just rewatching when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, because it's just like you know you, it's like empowering for ladies and people who feel like keep being told no, no, you can't do this, you can't do this, and she does, and it just proves that you know it's like brains over brawn. You can do anything you want, even if you're a little rabbit, and it's it's just a really good message, man. It's just a great message. And yes, Hunchback is great as well. And that's hard because Hunchback has a music factor going for it. And Zootopia does not. See, that's the thing. A lot of these movies that are so great that have got all the way up to the top, the scores are like half of what makes the movie great. Like, you can't just, you can't ignore that. It's a really important part to a Disney or Pixar movie is the music. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree completely. And you know what? It's one of those things that, like, as I've watched more and more of these movies, like, some of these movies I haven't seen since I was a kid, so it's like, yes, I saw them, but I saw them in 1997, so it's like... Back in the day! How great can your memory be? So I had to rewatch some of these so that they were fresh, you know? Yeah. So I had, like, a true opinion on them, and there is, you know, one movie that I hadn't seen at all that I have seen since, and it was, like, our, like, 5-12 matchup that we had in the first round. It was Tangled versus Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, thank you. Letting those demons out. Yeah. Yes. So, I had several people come to me and tell me how great of a movie Tangled was. Uh, I think you were one of them. It is a good movie. Tangled is so mediocre, it is <gasps> drowning in mediocrity. How dare you? It is so average, I'm not going to lie. And it should not be a five seed. It's got great music. It should not be a five seed. It's got great music, it's a good story. There are so many more worthy movies below it that well, should have been five seeds. Sorry, I guess you should have watched the movies, Buster. I am going to brush up on my Disney this year, and if we do this tournament again next year, we will have different seedings, for sure. But, I mean, if we do this tournament again next year, it's still going to be the same top two. That's, you know, we'll get to that here in a second, but I feel like in our first round matchup, Tangled faced Robin Hood. I actually haven't seen Robin Hood since I was a kid, so I could barely remember this movie. Have you seen it at all? It's been a minute. Obviously, I remember iconic scenes from it, but it has been a minute since I've seen it. Yeah, so I was having a pretty hard time remembering it either, but I ended up voting for Robin Hood in the first round because I just felt like Tangled just was not that great of a movie. I mean, like, what exactly was the premise of that movie. I mean, there was nothing really, like, emotionally charged there. I mean... She wanted to get out of a tower, man. For that, evil... No? You're not, you're not buying it? I mean... She helps reform a, a handsome rogue? 
I mean... Handsome rogue. No. Is it because you're a boy? No, it's just, it's not a good movie. Okay, let's be fair. Let's not even put it up against other men. Let's put it up against other women. Okay, did she save China? No. Did she save oh her island? No. I mean... You know, okay, that's fair. Did she, like, but you know, those two did she have a touching had... moment with her sister and, like, stop a giant, like, ice apocalypse? No. Okay, but she kind of <laughs> also started the ice apocalypse. But she also ended it. <laughs> okay. Um, but, to be fair, did we seed her higher than any of those movies you just brought up? Um... I don't think so. Frozen was also a five seed. Yeah, and you didn't even want to give Frozen a five seed. I gave it a six originally, so yeah. not that not that far off. Mm-hmm. Not that far off. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel like we gave Inside Out a seven seed, and Inside Out's a better movie. Way better, but you wouldn't let me put it higher. That's not true. True. You're changing history now. I won't. I will not. Okay, so we're going to go a little bit further into the future now, because the one thing that I kept seeing over and over again, which really kind of blew my mind, was that Wally was continuously either beating movies that I did not think it would beat, or it was coming close to beating movies that I didn't think it would stay close to. I mean, it almost beat Nightmare Before Christmas, and almost beat Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I mean, is Wally really that good of a movie? It's, it is good. Um, I think that a lot of people haven't maybe seen it since it came out. and There's they're remembering, no talking in the movie. That's why it's good, because they managed to make characters and make emotions and connections and all of that through purely animation. Like, literally, those two things do not talk. And, on top of that, you have the message of, you know pollution and what will happen to our earth if we continue along our path like it's got an important message behind it i see so wally has just surprised me just how well it's been keeping up with other movies because first of all nightmare is a great movie y'all who voted against nightmare i'm done with you okay listen that movie changed animation it was like the first like full length picture done in stop motion animation you know how long, how much work went into that? How dare you vote against it? it made Though it I don't f- like it because it's spooky. I had mofos voting against Nightmare Before Christmas. They're voting for what? Home on the Range? That's, Brother Bear? It's true. Home on the Range. That's a, what? Who, home on the Who? Nobody's ever heard of that. I don't even care if you like Nightmare Before Christmas. You know it's a better movie than Home on the Range. This I'm looking at you. You know who you are. This is this is this is very true here. So to round out us talking about these earlier rounds here, another one that came down to like three votes was Tarzan versus the Jungle Book. Now you actually watched both of these movies before we voted on this poll. So, I couldn't remember them very well. So tell us, in your opinion, is there a difference between these two movies? Listen. <laughs> Little boy raised by monkeys. Little boy raised by wolves. The difference is Phil Collins. And does that... Gorillas. Gorillas. You said wolves. I said monkeys and wolves. Yeah, wolves. There's not wolves. They're gorillas. Jungle Book, he was raised by wolves. Oh, okay. Yeah, shut your mouth. Did you watch these movies? I watched both of them. Clearly not well enough. Anyways, little boy raised by wolves. Little boy raised by monkeys. Wow. Pretty much the same story, right? You know what the difference is? It's Phil Collins. So it comes down to whether you like Phil Collins or not. And me? Eh, take it or leave it. 
yeah, there's a there's a couple good Phil Collins songs, but overall, I'm not I'm not buying it. I think Jungle Book wins for me because it was revolutionary in the style. I think the music's better. Sorry, Phil. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was the OG. You you stole their idea, Tarzan. This is true. And when we come back from our first quick little break here, we are going to be bringing you our top ten movies of these sixty four. This is one of our between the scenes, behind the scenes. Break. Break. We're this, on a break. We're on a break. We're talking about random stuff. So is that a friends reference? I don't know. We're on we're on a break. We were on a break. No. Probably. No, I, no. I think it's a thing. Anyway. So I wanted to bring you into our lives a little bit more. Because for those who may not know, um, Jasmine and I kind of live in the same dwelling. What? Not a chance. I would never live with the likes of you. Yeah, you know, roommates, stuff, stuff. It's pretty clear. If you if you haven't figured it out, you're not a detective, okay? Yeah, you're not Batman. So, <laughs> quarantine has happened to us all. And I feel like, you know, we have all been doing what we can to do our social distancing. And through that... There is something that really, really comes out of that that a lot of us have not experienced to this level in a long time, and it's called extreme boredom. It's real extreme boredom. So we've discovered things that we haven't discovered in a long time, like Super Nintendo games yeah. and board games and the fact that I had a dusty PlayStation 2 hiding. So Jasmine loves oh, to play board games, and so I'm going to give her the opportunity Aww. For her to tell you guys right now, while we've been in quarantine, about some of the things that we've rediscovered. So, Jasmine, tell us, what is your favorite board game of the one you own? Oh, of the ones I own? God, I can't, I can't answer that. This is a dumb question. I like them all. Tell us one of your favorites. Okay, well, this I'll tell you guys, because if you haven't played this game, it's a really great game because it is, uh capable of being played with only two players, which is a big, my big beef with many of board games is that you have to have at least four players, and listen, I don't have that many friends, just kidding, I love you guys, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to get people together, and then when you get them together, they want to not always play board games, um, but my favorite two-player board game is called Carcassonne, and it's a, it's a game, world-building board game, I don't know how you explain it. But um, basically you have a bunch of little pieces and they all have pieces of like land or towns or streets or whatever. And you get like pieces and you have to put them together to form like a world. And then you like get to claim those parts of the world to get points. Um, and it's always different because you know, you are creating the, the board basically uh, turn by turn. And you can have, it's cool because it can be as simple as you want. Like if you have the original game, it's just a bunch of pieces and it's very straightforward. But if you buy all these add-on packs, it becomes a more, 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 more complicated game. Which is really cool, because, like, complicated games intimidate me until, like, I actually understand them. So, like, the fact that you can, you know, start at step one and then gradually make your way up to it being a complicated game is super cool. Because I hate those games like, what, Minion or whatever, those card games where you have to, like, know the game. And then people are like, come play with me. And then they obliterate you. And I'm like, you're a jerk. I don't want to play with you. You're, you, I hate you. So... I've played this game with her 
couple times. The only thing that I will say is if you're going to play this game, you need to have a pretty large space. So, That's true. Like, a nice, you might want to play it on a giant table or maybe, like, on the hardwood floor in the kitchen if you can handle sitting, sitting on the floor, you know. Yeah. You know. But either way, really fun game. And it's just one of the things that Jasmine and I have been doing during our quarantine time. And if you come back for our second break, we'll be telling you more about what we do in quarantine time. Welcome back from the break, everyone. We are continuing with our coverage of the Disney Ooh, live Pixar. coverage. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're Disney sportscast Pixar announcers. March Madness Tournament. Pew, pew, pew. Yes. So It's getting rather heated on the court. We've got Frozen. Uh, she's freezing everybody on the stage and people are slippery around. And um, The court wouldn't be heated then. It's heated up here on the court. Listen, improv doesn't always work. That's the thing. No, it doesn't. No. No. You know, let's be fair, though. I think I want to talk to you about some of the things that upset me that I saw. Upsets that upset? Yes. So, when I saw Up defeat James and the Giant Peach in the first round, yep. I was pretty upset. I was up upset. And oh my god, get out. I fired. Grew up with James and the Giant Peach. I've seen it multiple times. It's a fantastic movie. I had not seen Up. And so after watching Up essentially destroy James and the Giant Peach, I had to go watch Up. And Up is a fantastic movie. Like I just took some time to absolutely, you know, like talk shit about other movies. And I will give props where props are due. Up is a great movie. The first, like, ten minutes really, like, pull you in. There's some questionable decisions that are made after the first ten minutes. But the first ten minutes, I thought this movie was shaping up to be one of the best they'd ever put out. I mean, ever. And then they had to ruin it with talking dogs as the villains. What? Why? I I wasn't so mad about the talking dogs. Yeah, it was dumb. I didn't mind them. The kid really kind of, like wasn't the greatest. I mean, like, usually Disney hits home runs with their children characters in these movies, but the kid in Up is just kind of annoying. I think that's the point. I mean, he's just... But he's like, he doesn't add anything to the story, you know? Yeah, but you got you an annoying kid, annoying dog, annoying bird, and I'm like, why does this old man care about any of them? They're just annoying. I just... Well, the bird at least was a mother who had children. She was trying to yeah, get back to yeah, her no, children. That's fair, that's fair. You know, but, like, the kid, I feel like... The kid is literally just a plot device just to create, like, chaos. Like, he Comedic doesn't, moments. He doesn't have anything relevant to add to the story until, like, the very end when, like... Yeah, he's, like, like his he, dad's not there. Yeah, and then, like, you know, like, the guy gives him, like, the badge that his wife had given him when they were kids, and that was a cute yeah, moment. Yeah, that was a pretty cute moment. Yeah. But, so, on second thought, well, after I got educated, Up <laughs> is a much better movie. Um, than I originally thought it was. And I was happy to vote for it over Tangled in the second round, which Uh, Tangled is swimming in mediocrity of her long hair. Oh my gosh, please. Just no no good. Um, So another movie that I actually had not seen, which I'm sure you were pretty upset about, was I had not seen Moana. Which I tried to make him watch it. I had tried. Listen, 
Sometimes, apparently, you just need statistics to get somebody to frickin' watch something. Okay, after seeing Moana just absolutely crush Frozen in the second round, I was like, okay, I gotta go see what the Moana hype is about. And Moana is a fantastic movie. It's amazing! It's yeah. got great music, it's got a great story, it's a young female lead, she's kicking butt. She's great. She's great. Yeah, no, I love. You know, that movie. if you're if you're in a movie and Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the weak part of the movie, we don't need to call him Dwayne. He's just the Rock. He is just the when, Rock. When when the Rock is the weakest part of the movie, you know you got a good movie. He's the people's champ. Listen, <laughs> for all of you wrestling fans out there, you'll oh, understand God. what I'm talking about. But when he's the weak part, yes. Yeah. Yes. Now. A couple other, like, surprises that we had here, or at least surprise to me, was that Mulan beat Hercules in our competition. I just didn't <laughs> see that coming. I really didn't. Listen, a lot of people, while Hercules, Hercules is just underrated. It's got great music. It's got a great story. But people just get all wet about reflection. They're just like, when will I reflect? You know how I know that? Because... It's not about the story for them, because everybody's all pissed off about the live-action mu- movie not having music. It's the music for Mulan. The, and Mulan you gotta be like a man. four songs. And you, yeah, but aren't they dope? They, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and tell you Mulan, like Mulan's a bad movie. I love that movie, but if I have to put Mulan up against Hercules, how do you pick Mulan? I just, I just don't understand it. It's not like... I just, I just don't think the movie is that strong of a movie she, by itself. She saves China. She does save China. But did she touch my heart? Okay. Yes. Hercules went from zero to hero. Uh, she didn't have to start at zero. She was just at hero. Okay. And actually, <laughs> you won't argue, she has the same kind of a montage. No, no. I actually do love Mulan. I'm giving, I'm giving the movie a hard time right now. I think the selling part for Hercules for me is... It is, like every Disney movie, you try to find something that you connect with. Mm-hmm. And I think for me personally, that whole idea of being an outcast your entire life yeah. kind of resonated with me. And Hades is amazing in the movie. I mean, by himself, he makes the movie. Mulan kind of suffers from the fact that the conflict in the movie was kind of centered around some, like, faceless, like, guy who isn't really that Yeah, he's not a great villain. No. Like, your villain has to be cool, okay? That's why... You know, like, Aladdin's a good movie because of Jafar. The Lion King has Scar. And, you know, it's just the villains make the movies. Just we like, We like the skinny, tall villains here. Gaunt. gaunt. Give me a gaunt <laughs> villain, okay? <laughs> Throwing down the gauntlet here. All right. So hey. we have had several rounds. For those of you who are listening and who are also following me on Instagram, you'll know that... We have had several rounds of voting, which is, you know, the same way that the actual March Madness tournament would go. There are six rounds of play. We've had five rounds so far, so you've had five separate... Math, math, math. We're down to two. ...DMs from me, and I do apologize for the barrage, but I promise that this is the end. It's true. There's only one left. There's one vote left. There is. And so after going through so many different... Matchups. It's down to my two, my like top two favorite movies. Yep. Listen, Which, I always say Aladdin is my favorite movie, and you always say. We'll tell you when we come oh, back from the break. Gosh.
everybody, thanks for joining us on our break. So as we were talking about in our last segment, we were talking about things that you can do during quarantine. I gave everybody a board game recommendation. Um, so now I'm actually gonna just kinda toss it over to the Mr. Jorge here so that he can tell you one of the favorite, something he likes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Jasmine and I have dusted off this old game that I had stored away. Um, it is a game called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of Roses. So, so intense. Yes. So, I honestly forgot that I even owned this game. I used to babysit my younger brother when I was in high school, and he used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! And so I watched it with him while I was babysitting him, and then he ended up getting really into the game, so I ended up getting into it with him. I later on ended up getting like a video game for it, and I ended up really liking it, only I had never admitted that out loud until just recently, so. The first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. Yes, I kept this video game a secret from Jasmine. She did not know that I owned it until recently. Dun, dun, dun. But we broke oh, it out. No, he's a dork. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? So we broke it out and we've been playing it. It's it's pretty similar to magic for those of you who have played that before. There's like monsters and rituals and magic cards and all that kind of stuff. It's like next level, you know, like nerd stuff. It's good though. It's fun. It's um it's challenging, which I through maybe a couple of very unflattering temper tantrums when we first started playing it because... May or may not. May, maybe, it's possible. No video evidence, can't prove it, B. Um, but no, it's uh, it's challenging because it's it takes a lot of strategy. You can't just like, you have to sit and wait sometimes and not do things and I'm a very fidgety person. So uh, it was a learning curve. To say the least. But now we've flattened that curve. Oh. Tropical. No, too soon. Is it? Is it too soon? It's not a bad thing. We want to flatten the curve. Yeah, but is making flattening the curve jokes too soon? It's not a joke. Okay. Um, tell joke. me if you think that was offensive. I, I never know these days. I, I, I never know either. But the point is that the game itself is pretty cool. So my recommendation for all of you out there... I know that it can be really simple. <laughs> it can be really simple to like just like continuously watch Netflix over and over again. But go dust off some stuff that you have laying around the house that you haven't touched in years. I mean, this is the time. I mean, we all talk about like, oh, I would just do this if I had the time. If I would just do that if I had the time. We all have the time right now. So go do those things. Whatever those things are. But don't feel pressured to do something productive. Who said this was productive? We're talking about games. It's yeah. Productive. Go dust off. Do that something that makes thing, you feel happy. That makes you happy that you haven't touched in a long time. So, that thing that makes me happy I haven't touched in a long time. You're talking about... A? Okay, we'll cut there. <laughs> We're talking about video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, and welcome to our final segment of the today's episode. Top ten, baby! After spending weeks bombarding people with a Disney list and tournament, we are going to unveil our top ten favorite Disney slash Pixar movies. Do you want to go first, Jasmine? 
Sure. What's um, your number 10? I put Hercules on there because I, I gotta give respect where respect's due. It's a good movie. It's got great music. It's got a great story. Uh, you know, Greek gods. Always love me some Greek gods, being a little pagan kid. So, uh, yeah, Hercules is up there on my list. My number 10 is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Get out. Yes. I don't like you. It is a solid, good movie. I love it. It's, I think what it's really lacking is a good villain. I mean, Oogie Boogie just wasn't like really oh, that great no, to me. Oh, no, he's full of worms. How gross. I know. Well, yeah, he's gross, but as she said, he's just gross. He's got great jazz voice. I just wasn't feeling him too much. Nightmare is a classic movie, and to be fair, we're talking about 64 movies, and of 64, this is in my top 10. <sighs> Fine. Fine. Uh, number nine, I got myself a little bit of uh, Princess and the Frog on here. Oh, this is one of the Princess ones I haven't seen. I don't think Princess and the Frog met your top 10, but then again, you haven't seen it, have you? Nope. Nope. And... I'm disappointed because of all the movies on this list, you've chosen to watch some that you felt the need to watch, but we haven't watched this one yet. There's also 25 others I haven't watched yet, so it's not like it's in a small category. We're watching it this week. Okay. I gotta change your mind. It's such a good movie. My Just, number nine. Ugh. I'm sorry. We will. I will watch it with you this week. Okay. Number nine. I guess that's okay. I have is Up. Up, once again, like we were saying in the last segment, first 10 minutes, I felt like we're so powerful. I felt like that movie was going to be something really special. And then it kind of puttered out a little bit. But with all that being said, it still does recover enough, especially at the ending when you kind of like, when he kind of like has that moment where he loses his house. Yeah. And he realizes like he won't ever lose her. Yeah. And she's always with him and that he needs to move on. And how heroic of her to like in her diary she like left all that stuff that, for him to see and like like that's like some real MVP that stuff. That shit made me that made me cry, man. Up is a, a really good movie that I think kind of got in its own way a little bit. Should have been much higher on this list. Should have been better. It 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 messed up, but uh it could have been a damn 10. Mm. Uh, it did not make my list because of talking dogs. I can't. I don't like them. Okay. Stupid. Um, but my number eight? Nine. Nine? No, you said no, nine. Eight. 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 Sorry. Is, uh, Coco. Ooh, Coco. Coco. Because that movie is just freaking good, y'all. Like, A, beautiful graphics. The music's beautiful. The story's well predictable. It is still a good story, even though it is pretty darn predictable. But it, it tugs on your heartstrings, you know, there's that moment where he's like, thinks that he's gonna lose his dad forever, forever, and he doesn't get the photo back on the mantle, and it's, it's good stuff, man. And the moment at the end there where his, uh, granddaughter remembers him, oh, oh, so good. Yeah. And it doesn't have any weird kind of, uh, talking dogs. <laughs> So that's why I made it on the list over up. Just has ghost dogs. Hey, I, those are spirit animals. They're important. Okay. So my number eight, as I'm referencing my list over here, is Ratatouille. Of course. I'm surprised Ratatouille isn't higher for you. It's not. I want it to be. I have an... I don't understand why I love this movie so much. I, I, I can't describe it to you. Every time it comes on cable television, it, if it's on cable, which it is a lot on FX or whatever, it's, he'll just play it through. It doesn't matter if it's the beginning or the end or the middle or... I love that movie. 
I don't understand it. I'm not and sure. And we don't even own it. I'm not sure why I'm so attached to this movie, but Ratatouille is a fantastic movie. I wanted to have it higher on the list, but it's. I think it's appropriate being number eight. Fair enough. Fair enough. Number seven here. I have... Um, I'm a little... Now I'm questioning my list. Don't question it. Uh, I put Moana at number seven. Ooh. Uh, Moana's... Listen, Lin-Manuel Miranda does it right. The you music's know, so good. Every time you say the word Moana, I get that song stuck in my head. It just gets stuck. It's Which there Which one? That da 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 I'm not da. singing it. Come on, <laughs> sing it. No. Sing it. No. Um, but it's like, which song? They're all so good. The song that gets played like three times in the movie. Like, to be fair, you know, like, I think that's the first Disney movie that I've seen that like recycled their song multiple times in the movie. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a good song. It's a good song. But... And you got, you know, the crab with his shinies and all the glitters and that's a good song too. I think the real MVP of that movie is the ocean. The ocean's dope. The ocean. Great comedic relief. Yes. Relief. Relief. Ah, and then, you know, The Rock singing his song, You're Welcome. You are welcome. Is, finally, he gets to sing that song. Yes. America, you're welcome. He's the people's champ. He is. That was the people's song. Um, so yeah, Moana's definitely gotta be on the list, man. It's not on my list. Wow, get out! <laughs> uh, Do you even care about The Rock? My number seven is Hercules. Alright. I... Well, was talking about this movie previously, had kind of an, uh, an attachment to this movie growing up, feeling like an outcast myself, watching him go on this journey, that like opening song that he has where he talks about try- doing anything that he possibly can to find a place where he belongs. Oh, man. It's you- almost like you said the words of the song without singing it. That young version of Jorge was really just touched by that moment. I was just Aww. like, I want to feel where I belong. Aww. But... You know, I didn't have a temple to go to, so... Or you you weren't a god. No, I was not a god. But neither was he at that moment. No, and you found your own temple, right? Uh, Yeah, it's where the Philadelphia Eagles play football. Okay. (laughs) All right, moving on, moving on. Uh, My number six? Six, yes. Six, I got Beauty and the Beast on here. Now, listen, Beauty and the Beast, I was, like, shitting on this all week. And then we rewatched it last night, and I was like, God, you know, and you know what? It's the same thing that I heard somebody else have this where they, I was talking to them about Aladdin, they're like, oh, well, you know, I watched the live action version, and that kind of messed with my opinion of it. And that's what I had done with Beauty and the Beast. I'd recently watched that crap, crap live action version, and it had made me all think that it wasn't that great of a movie, but oof, it is though. It's so good. It's got so, such good music. It's got such a good storyline, and it's just, you know, it's strong. And also, he Gaston dies. How great to kill your villains. Totally dead. Okay, I feel completely embarrassed now. I'm amending my list. Did you I, not put Beauty on there? I forgot to put it on there. Wow, what I guess, a jerk. I guess since I'm just going to be that jerk who has a top 11 this time. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, you get you, we get it. You like Beauty and the Beast. Don't amend your list. What do you have for number six? I forgot to put it on there. Yeah, you're embarrassed. It's good. Number six is Monsters University. Get the... No! Yes. No! Yes. No! Yes! Yeah, that's I, where Beauty and the Beast is supposed to be. I love this movie. 
This movie is so good. You are crazy. It's a good movie, yes. Oh my god, no. Is it a top ten of all Disney and Pixar? Of the 40 that I've seen on this list? Yes. No. Yes. First of all, without even going into all the greatness that makes this movie so great, I was just talking about, like, in my last setting with Hercules, about, like, the whole, like, trying to, like, find the place where you belong. This whole story is based around that idea. So, obviously, it means something, you know, to someone like me. And at the very end of the movie, when Mike finally feels like he's able to step over that line onto the scare floor, the place where he never felt like he belonged the enti- his entire life, and he finally gets there where he feels like he most belongs... That is a touching moment. Yes. The whole movie is filled with touching moments. I just brought up one. But, like, the whole movie is just, like, littered with great moments. It's better than the original. I said it. Dang. Okay, so you heard it here first. If you haven't watched Monsters University because you think it looks like a crappy sequel... You're wrong. You're wrong. You're basic. You're basic. All right. My number five, I've got Mulan on here because she's got to be mentioned. Um, so. Great story. Female, empowering, wonderful story. And that's all that needs to be said right there. It's amazing. She saved China. She saves China. And Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy's fun, too. He is great. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong. No, you can't. I, for number five, have two movies to fix. No, now you got a tw- Now you got a 13 list? Get the hell out. It's 11 still. Thank you. Go home. Um... Coco and Toy Story. Coco and Toy Story? And Tie for five. five. Tie for five. No, you can't be tying ones that were already in your original list. This is my list. I don't. I don't approve. I won't speak any time on Coco because, you know, Jasmine already really... Beautifully went literated that. Yes. There's not too much more for me to add other than the fact that... Well, the first time I heard Remember Me, I was just like, oh, man, that is... That is a solid ending to a movie. It's true. Really, really good ending to a movie. But Toy Story... Toy Story is something that I feel like is very underrated, I think, because we've all grown up with it, and the sequels are all good, which is really weird for Disney to actually put out a sequel that's good. Because yeah, Pixar. mostly all of their sequels are bad. <laughs> so yeah. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, I haven't seen 4 yet, but solid movies. The original Toy Story is absolutely incredible. I'll still remember to this day, like, my favorite scene in that movie is when Buzz Lightyear tries to fly out the window, and he falls. Yeah. But the music that was leading up to that moment, you know, it was, like, all hopeful. It's like, no, I can do this. I can fly. And And that's the end of his story. No, it's not. It's a great movie. Toy Story, Coco, tied for fifth. Well, that's my number four, so I'll just go right into that Toy Story. No, Toy Story is my number four. Um, it is an amazing movie. It completely changed the animation game. It, like, was... And it still holds up. The animation still looks good to this day, which is incredible. I mean, you know, you can tell, obviously, it's a little older, but it still conveys emotion. It's wonderful. I'd say, like, it's so weird, because we were re-watching this, and I was like... Because I was thinking, you know, you, you think of, oh, songs from Toy Story. You've got a friend in me, right? That's what comes to mind. And, but some of the other songs in that are actually pretty good songs. And I just wish that they found somebody else to sing them. I don't know why. Randy Newman's voice is like, I guess it's iconic Toy Story, but like, the, the music is so good. 
I and just then you just the... got Randy Newman singing another song. I see the staircase. It's like it's a little, it's a little strange to me sometimes. How characters interact with each other is one of the ways that you can create a very powerful like movie, just in any sense, whether it's like a children's movie or a comedy or you know anything yeah, that yeah. you can think of. The dynamic between Tim Allen and Tom Hanks is on point. It's it so is. on point that they've been able to keep making movies for like 15 years now. It is. Yeah, so I really loved their back and forth. Do you disagree about Randy Newman, though? You Randy Newman fan? You know, Toy Story is one of those Disney movies that when I watch it, I don't think about the music. Fair enough. I was thinking about this last watch through because I was just like, well, we think about all these, with all these great songs, and there are so many other songs in there other than You've Got a Friend in Me. It's crazy. But speaking of songs, that kind of goes straight into my number four, which is Beauty and the Beast. Wow. Snuck it in there, didn't you? Well, was I, after I got a chance to reevaluate uh-huh. things here, that is the big selling point of this movie, I feel like. The song selection and the quality of the songs, that might just be the best collection of songs in a Disney movie out of all Disney movies ever. I mean, just like top to bottom, these are just really good quality Songs. This is just, I think it might be the best. There's a lot of them, too. Yeah, no. I mean, be your guest. Be our guest. Yes. Very, very good. No, definitely. So Beauty and the Beast, that is an incredible movie. Easily number four. Nice, nice. Number three, Nightmare Before Christmas. Don't give me that look. Listen. Tell us why The Nightmare Before Christmas, as I've already stated, like, twice in this podcast, was a complete trailblazer for animation. You have stop-motion animation with freaking clay. It's it's incredible. The amount of work and artistry and just creativeness that went into that story is a completely unique story. There's no story really like it. Um, You've never had any kind of story that, like, played off the holidays being their own worlds like that. Like, it's, it's so cool. And then... On top of all of that, there's a love story that's compelling. There's a story of personal growth that is, like, absolutely amazing. And you, you save Christmas after almost destroying it. But it's, it's just like, I want what I can't have. Like, it's wanting so badly to be good at something than just realizing that that's not your wheelhouse. And then also, Oogie Boogie is a great villain. He almost kills Santa. Yeah, he almost kills Santa Claus. You know what that means. Santa Claus is the man. And all of that aside, the soundtrack is maybe one of the best soundtracks out there. That opening song. This is Halloween. Is is pretty amazing. Incredible. Yes. Yes. There's no denying that. And then you have his... There are those who can deny what I do. I am the best. And he is the best. Oh. You... So much the best that it didn't make your number one spot. Moving on. Okay, (laughs) shut the hell up. Moving on. My number three is Aladdin. Fair enough. Aladdin, I will not steal the thunder about explaining this because I have a feeling that's going to appear on your list a little bit later on. Hasmin. It just might. It just might. But I will say that we actually just watched a YouTube video about basically them talking about all the different Disney and Pixar and just other like animated movies in general that all spawned off the idea of what they accomplished in Aladdin with Robin Williams as the genie. Yeah. And 
let's just all take a moment to recognize just how amazing that movie is because of him. I mean, like, the, the movie without him is a good movie, but the movie with him is incredible. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's unbelievably good. But, yeah, like I said, Aladdin, number three, I'll let you finish that one off. Well, my number two is, you know, it is hard because I feel like we're down to the top two of this poll. And our top two uh, for the poll is The World Has Agreed, Aladdin and The Lion King are top two. So it's kind of tricky because I've always, anybody ever asks me, I tell them my favorite's Aladdin. But I do recognize that maybe The Lion King is a better story. But all that aside, F it, nostalgia, Lion King's number two for me. Mm. All right. So, she gave away her number one as well already. Yeah. Oh. Aladdin, obviously, is my number one. Top ten. You gave it away. I mean, you, you gave it away. You gave it away. My number like two Christmas. is The Incredibles. No. Yes. Are you just trying to stir the pot? No. I legitimately mean that. What? Yes. No. Yes. I am so serious. No. Yes. 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 Get yes. out of town. You... Are crazy. I told you this like a it's week ago. It's good, but does it emotionally like pull on your emotional drawstrings? Did anyone's parents die? First of all, that movie is almost flawless. Ugh. It is so good. It is disgusting. They they made a perfect movie. Basically, the only thing that it does not do is what you just said. It doesn't give you like a truly like emotionally like you know, confounding moments where you're just like, oh my God. But as far as storytelling is concerned, they gave everyone a conflict. They gave everyone some personal growth. They give you a great backstory. They show you some day-to-day life. They show you why they're getting to where they're going. It's honestly, I could do an entire podcast on this movie. It is so good. I was trying to find things wrong with it. Fine, but over Aladdin? Yes. Get out. Yes. No, I'm done with you. And my number one movie, since you already gave away yours, is The Lion King. Obviously. The this Lion one King. loves Lion King. The Lion King is the king. Okay? <laughs> I just, I don't even know where to begin or where to end with this one. But, you know, sometimes we base movies, like, purely off nostalgia But even watching The Lion King as, you know, like an adult, it's still just as good as I saw when I was a kid. And there's other movies that I've watched as an adult that don't hold up water like they did when I was a kid. Like, I've watched The Hunchback of Notre Dame recently, and, like, that's just not as good as when I watched as a kid. It's just just not. So, Lion King, don't have a whole lot that needs to be said because it speaks for itself. I mean... When you have the voice of Darth Vader also as the voice of Mufasa, okay? <laughs> There's just certain things that just make sense. The movie what? is timeless. The circle of life always makes me feel like I'm a kid sitting in front of a TV for the first time again. You know, like, just the songs in the movie are great. The Shakespeare has good storytelling, man. Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter where the story comes from. It matters how it's told. Yeah. And lions are goddamn cute. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And that is maybe the only reason that Lion King has a bit of an edge over Aladdin. It does have the moment, the sad, sad moment of Mufasa down in the trench gully valley. What is that called? 
You know, there's comparable moments in, like, Lion King and, like, Aladdin for, like, you know, that, that, like, that, like, that really memorable moment. Like, I think, like, at the end of The Lion King, when you have Simba walking up Pride Rock and taking his place as the king, I think that's a pretty powerful moment. I also think Aladdin choosing to free the genie and the genie becoming free, that's a pretty great moment. Yeah. So there's, there's some really good moments at the end of both those movies. It's true. It's true. And as of us recording this, we don't Aladdin know who's going to win. poor people feel good, man. Like, I'm just like, like, as a poor kid, I was watching that and I was like, oh, I'm a diamond in the rough, man. You didn't see yourself as being Jasmine? No. No. <laughs> Hell no. I no. ain't Jasmine. No. I'm Jasmine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. There is no, the reason that's my favorite movie has nothing to do with the fact that my name is Jasmine. Sure it doesn't. It really doesn't. I could care less. All right. Well, thank you to everyone who sat here with us and listened to us rant about our Disney challenge that we have done. We will have some more content coming to you all shortly. Soon. Yes. We're going to make things. Yes, we are. We're going to have guests. We will have more guests. Guests. Because we like guests. Be our guest, be our guest, put our podcast to the test. Sit around the microphone and say, hey you, how you like this? That's a pretty good parody. That was off the top of the nog, okay? Uh-huh. He's legit laughing. This one never laughs at me. He's got a wide ear-to-ear smile, crinkles in the eyes. Man, I made this. I made you laugh. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> That is our show for today. Thanks for tuning in to Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine, and of course you can find me on the Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman, and uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Flip It and Reverse It. Uh, yeah, and my co-host here, where can they find you on the internets? You can find Jorge and all of my other friends at ask underscore why underscore not the Ask Why Not page. That is where the Disney tournament is taking place. People, if you are hearing this before the 13th, yes, uh, please go vote go in the vote. championship. Aladdin v. Lion King, baby. we got to figure out who's the best. Indeed. Be our guest. No, I made it. It was great when I made the reference. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> now, it's re- now it's recycled and it's overused. Um... <laughs> Disney. Anyways, Disney. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the dealio. I also have another podcast called uh, Before the Final Rose, and we are going to be, due to lack of content, since there will be no Bachelorette for a while, we are going to be reviewing Listening to Your Heart. So if you have any interest in the Bachelor Nation uh, things, go follow us at Before the Final Rose as well. Yes, be their guest. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah was, it's done. It's done. That was like the Cars 3, you know? That was just okay. that, that third moment. Um, anyways, you can tune in next week. We will hopefully have another episode. We will have another episode by the time that we have another episode. Yes, we are always on time, precisely the we mean to be. Yes, we are never late, always on I'm a on wizard! Um, anyways, yep, and then I will be in charge. We'll be doing something, something, whatever. I don't... I'm not going to tell you. you got to come back. Exactly. Exactly. It's a tease. If you want to give us money, you can do that. Um, <laughs> uh, Venmo me, babe. 
we're not asking people for money, but we are asking people for your five-star ratings. Yes, and those are free. Please like us. Please subscribe to us. Leave a comment if you find us on places like Stitcher and Podbean, because I know some of you are out there. I see your views. So... We see you. We see you. I see you. My final thought of the day, Hazmin. Yes? What's your final thought of the day? Is that this time quarantined has definitely given us all some new perspective about what is and what is not important. I just tell you all that I think it is a great time to reconnect with old friends that you haven't talked to since maybe you left high school, maybe you left college. You know, go reach out to those people. There is not a better time than now to kind of just reconnect with the lost people in your life. We have nothing but time right now. There's no reason not to use it in a way that makes us feel better. I love that. My final thought of the day along the same lines is I just want to give a shout out to my cousin Aslan and all the other nurses and doctors out there. Um, they are really, really, really sacrificing a lot right now. Um, my cousin just graduated, she just got out of med school, and she's on the front lines fighting this, and that is so brave, and she's an incredible person, and, um, yeah, uh, if you are one of the people out there fighting this every single day, um, I commend you, and if you're one of the people there who are working a job where you shouldn't have to be fighting this every day, like at a grocery store... All of you essentials. That's, um... That's shitty, and I hope that you fight back and get really good benefits for what you're doing, because um, nobody should have to be out there for minimum wage. That's shit. We essentially appreciate you, and we will essentially see you next time. Love y'all. Bye.